That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders, while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, welcome to the special audio podcast version of the Buffalo Plus podcast presented by Connors and Ferris, Mike Catalana, Dan Fates. I am Jenna Cottrell. Training camp is over. Our takeaways on the offense and the defense will even break down uh, a prominent wide receiver and his recruitment by Vaughn Miller, what that says about the Bills. And then we'll also do some camp superlatives best personality maybe some best hair most improved we'll break it all down let's have some fun though mike let's start with some of those superlatives and why don't don't we do uh a guy or not a guy we'll we'll start fun let's do let's do best hair all right well obviously you came to me first for best hair so that's good (laughs) Uh, i'm giving it to a unit the entire unit of tight end and we were at camp and i'm standing there looking look somebody like me who is at times, you could say follically challenged, not all the way. <laughs> and I've never heard I that. look at Dawson Knox, and it's that curly, long hair that he's like, you know, he even talks about how he conditions it and all those things because he's, you know, he joked yeah. about McDermott yeah. being bald and all that. Oh. Then I look next to him. They're all standing there away from us. And you got Tommy Sweeney <laughs> next Tommy. to him. He's got the slicked back sort of. Yeah, the longer know, hair. Right. And then taller and next to him, because they kind of go up in height, is O.J. Howard, who's got the cool look and a little bit of the dreads. And I'm like, wow, that is a great hair group. You'd say hair bands in the old days. That's a hair position group right here. Okay, I want to add a little tidbit because a couple seasons ago we used to do this segment called Jenna Wants to Know, which was a terrible name segment. But we used to... I like it. That was a wild segment. I know. I remember that. Because you guys at home... That was early Buffalo Plus YouTube. Yeah. Yeah, The people at home don't know some of the things Jenna actually wanted to know. Yeah. I mean... What's your take on long walks? Uh, no. So we talked to Dawson Knox, and he talked about his hair. He talked the conditioning products. But his rookie year, he had to straighten his hair because as a, as a rookie. And Shaq Lawson didn't know that he had to do it as a rookie. So Shaq was trying to compliment on him. <laughs> and, and Dawson says to this day he looks like Lord Farquaad from Shrek. <laughs> Which is just unreal. <laughs> Very self-aware very on his part. Phenomenal, yes. but he's like the worst part was when Shaq complimented me because he thought I was being serious. Which that's just that's that's a good teammate on Shaq's part. Yeah, we- it's just phenomenal. I'm like I really can't disagree more. Linebackers also. Yeah. Braylon Specter, a rookie, 
very long hair. I saw him at uh, Tyrell Dodson's Best Buddies uh, event. He was there. Um, not a guy that I think anybody knows, but he's got the flow out the okay. back of the helmet as well. I like Chad Hall, the wide oh, receivers yeah. coach. Cole Beasley? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they do look very similar, actually. But he's always got his hair up. The cap is always backwards. Ken Dorsey today at camp, backwards hat kind of guy. Yeah. I don't know. I wasn't expecting that. Yeah, a very different personalities between those two. Very different in every way. I mean, one guy is a giant and the other guy is not. And But we always, oh, doorbell. No, it's actually my computer, my dance computer. Uh, but the other part about it is, we, Jenna, you mentioned it. Does anybody love their job more than Chad no. Hall loves his job? No. he's He gets so jazzed up. You can see, he even talked about how Isaiah McKenzie is like, his child <laughs> but you can tell how into it i mean he gets to work with a very talented group as yep. well oh we didn't talk about finishing up the hair what about von miller and the triangle oh yeah on the back of his head i don't i want to ask i yeah i don't know now again he's also a guy i'm sure it's it's some fashion that we don't understand as like he has diamonds surgically implanted into his teeth wow i did really? not know that yes three of them that's so. That is, wow. that is so much money. I can't even imagine. That's <laughs> that's, that's, that's when, cool. That's a flex. That's when you officially don't know what to do with your money. Yeah, you know, like, yeah. Put some diamonds like, well, in my I've teeth. Yeah. The house. I got the boat. I got the car. Diamonds in the teeth. It I would love to see so you with diamonds <laughs> in your teeth, Mike. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that's for next year. Okay. After the Super Bowl. All right. Most popular, not named Josh Allen. Yeah. Um, I'll let Dan start with this one. Okay. Well, you always kind of try and rate it off of how loud the crowd is based on when players walk out. Yeah. Um, because I want to use this guy for somewhere else, I'll say Von Miller. I and mean, we talked about him, but he, and I think Von embraced it so much. He even complimented at one of his press conferences, complimented us yeah. for the phenomenal job that we do. Yeah. Von knows how to play the game. He is really smart, thoughtful answers. Yeah. Um, charismatic. Everything you would want. In it's crazy to think that like Denver, I understand they made decisions, but like he is a face of a franchise kind of guy. Yeah. The way his presence, his popularity, his personality, all of those things. And it has been kind of a perfect blending here in Buffalo. I am just, he's very calm. That is something that I just, I, I wasn't maybe expecting or didn't know. He's got two of those. Yeah. Two I rings. think when you have a Super Bowl rings, uh, yeah. you, you can be a little bit more calm. But I just feel like his demeanor is, is even signing autographs, he's very methodical. Like, it yeah. just seems very peaceful almost. Yeah. I don't even know. But he, he no look, he's been playing this game a long time. He's been successful at this game for a long time. You can tell how dialed in he is about everything. But that was just not something I was, you know, yeah. I, I I guess I preconceived notion, I didn't have that in mind. So there's a few guys I was going to mention. You talk about loudness, and it's loud, surprisingly loud for Gabe Davis. He's really moved up. Uh, Dawson Knox gets a lot of the same thing. But the reaction of those guys, we're talking about when they come in, when they leave for autographs. Yeah, yeah, it's cool. People react differently to Stefan Diggs. Yeah. There is a palpable excitement. They're like, and I think because Diggs also reacts to the fans. Sometimes he stops, he looks, he'll fake walking past them yeah. and come back. He's very playful in that way. Uh, he signed a lot. It, it didn't, I mean, Allen signed a crazy amount of autographs, and they all, a lot of them did. Diggs' signings were usually an adventure, 
And he was he signed for a lot of people. He did. And so, you know, he was good. But I watched the way people react to him. And maybe it's, you know, he is not a large guy. No. So you see him, he's, he comes out, and he's a star. Yeah. That's what I was saying is, and, and I'll add one other thing, and it's a shame we didn't get to see it. But I think Trey White would have been a big. Oh, he's hit. there at camp, but he's over rehabbing. Yeah, he's not really doing that. I think fans would have showered him with excitement well, when they saw him. His personality yeah. is amazing. There is a lot of Ed Oliver jerseys. Yeah, I was surprised he's, by he's that. He's also quite. I think I saw more Eds than Trays, which I thought was a little surprising. Yeah, you, you saw you saw a lot of Digs. You saw a lot of Allen. And then I saw a whole lot of Ed Oliver jerseys. I also saw a lot of Poyer jerseys. Yes. Which, I mean, he's obviously been a guy around the team yeah. for a long time, successful, all pro Poe. But that was someone who sometimes I feel like, you know, you see the Allens and the Diggs and you're like, huh, okay. Yeah. But yeah. yeah. By the way, while we're talking jerseys, I want to know your opinion on something. I'm, I'm not a jersey guy. <laughs> I'm a jersey guy. Well, but I'm funny, not a, yeah. wearing a jersey guy. I have a Bills jersey that the team gave me back when they changed their uniforms. Uh, and... It must have been the 11th season. I'm trying to remember. But they gave me this jersey. has my name on the back with a number 11. Hmm. Okay? So I gave it to my stepdaughter. Yeah. And she wears it around. I told her, just get something and make it a 17. You're way better <laughs> off. Yes. Because 11, yeah. 11 is uh, Roscoe Parrish is Roscoe Parrish Scott Norwood, Rob Johnson. Like, it's not a Bledsoe? great number. Bledsoe. Yeah. It's like. Yeah, yeah, man, that's just drawing a blank uh, with those bad uniforms. But so it says that should she just put little, yeah, just one little bit, yeah, make it a seventeen, join everybody else. Yeah, that's kind of cool. I didn't know that. Matt Beauvais asked me earlier this training camp. Obviously, we've talked about it before. We're not necessarily Bills fans. We cover the team with all all those things. We have other teams that we were fans of before growing that. But he said, if you had to get a Bills jersey, what would it be? Ooh. Well, I know mine. I, I, we, I think we have the same one. Who would you do? Isaiah, Isaiah McKenzie. McKenzie. Oh, my gosh, yeah. So it's actually too small for me. <laughs> <laughs> That's ridiculous. Uh, or, like, you'd always try and get, like, like I'd get, like, a Reed Ferguson jersey. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like, yeah, like, like the, I would be yeah. that guy. Like, it's, I wouldn't want an Allen or a Diggs no, or no. a popular guy. Yeah. You'd, you'd get the jersey that when somebody walks by you, you'd go, huh. Cool. <laughs> yeah. 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 Like the. Yeah. I get it, bro. It's yeah. Like you don't go to the. You know. You don't cheer for the 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 hits at the Dave Matthews band. It's like, oh, my favorite Dave Matthews song. It's the one of the deep tracks. The yeah. deep like, cuts. That's what it's, yeah. yeah. In yeah. the old days, it would have been the B side of yes. the record for me. Yes. yes. The B-side oh, I know. All, yeah. Yeah. I used to see him in the clubs before he made it big. <laughs> I would no. say maybe Trey White, just because he's he's so funny and like I love when he has like the. Uh, like when he had the call sheet and what, what was it? It was against the Colts, right? Was it that the Colts game? When it fell in, when he, when he, played, and he pretended yeah. to read it yeah. and just like yeah. all that. I love that. Yeah. Um, most likely to succeed. Well, I think we were looking at this as, look, I'm not saying Josh Allen or Stefan Diggs and people like that. I think it's the guy who is making that step and we're seeing him in another place. And there's a few guys that I think, fit that mm-hmm. um but i'm gonna go with a guy you already talked about ned oliver yeah because i'm looking at him and saying look von miller is the most accomplished guy and i think he's going to be great for this defense but i think ed's got a chance to be 
an all pro player this year. Yep. And you guys at home, you listen, you know, there's a difference between Pro Bowl and All Pro. Oh, yeah. All Pro is you're voted in as one of the best players. It's not nine guys drop out, like none of that matters. It's not about playing in a game. It's the best players in the entire league. I think he has that kind of ability. And I think with the help around him and the way he has played, Jenna, you guys have both mentioned it multiple times. Yeah. And he's been a superstar in camp. I feel like every big player, like, oh, and there's Ed. Like, yeah. he's just constantly in the backfield. Constantly. Yeah, I said he should field. be named a running back. He's back there so much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think I will go with Gabriel Davis or as Gabby, as Micah Hyde, we learned at Love practice on Thursday. Like he's a call chirper. Gabby. He talks. Ga- I'm no, going mean, to call you Gabby. Yes. <laughs> yeah. But Gabby. Yeah. yeah. Chirping. Yeah. Yeah. I think he's someone I would not expect for that to be the case, but. You know. Sneaky, snarky. How about that? Ooh. Oh, that's I like that. That's pretty good. I'll go I, I like Gabe Davis. I, I think he was Mike, I think we talked about it in the Buffalo Plus YouTube channel and some of our post practice recaps, that he was if you were just learning football today and you watched a practice or watched training camp, you would say that number thirteen was the best wide receiver. Um, because that is just the confidence, the aura that that he has portrayed at camp and maybe that's partly because we know what Stefan Diggs can do we're still trying to see what Gabriel Davis can do but I, I'm gonna say with like most likely to succeed as a guy that can fly under the radar against some teams like I, I think Gabe Davis as we know he's going to be targeted that's I, I, fair I, yeah. I think he people are going to know and Gabe Davis is going to get attention I don't think Isaiah McKenzie is going to get a, a, a lot of attention in this offense. And I think that's that's the same spot where Davis thrived in in previous years. Yeah. Where it's like, okay, we got to slow down Diggs. Now this year we're going to have to stop Davis. You got to worry about Dawson Knox, who has emerged as that, you know, a seam threat. And then you're like, okay. And then it's like, you can't cover everybody. <laughs> and I just can see him getting, getting loose, finding space, the way that he's evolved. I think in this offense, they're going to use him more than they ever have. Uh, I think he's earned that slot receiver. I think he started camp strong, finished camp strong. I think he's the one that I think will what that this time next year will be going. Man, Isaiah's off a you know coming off a career year and is you know poised. And again, Josh Allen was asked in his press conference, "Who is a guy that has stood out to you?" And he said, "Isaiah McKenzie." He he said the fact that. You know, they've had some time together, obviously, but he just has seen a more expanded role for him. He trusts him. He just is a guy that's been able to take that, you know, and, and continue to grow. And we talked about it on the other on one, of, one of our other videos just about, you know, the, the ceiling for Isaiah is so high. Um, but, yeah, I think he's going to be someone really fun to watch out for this year because, like you said, Dan, I think people outside teams probably aren't expecting for him to have a big role but I think the Bills are anticipating that this year will be a, a different type of feel for him. Yeah. Um, it, I, I joke about the fantasy stuff because it does show at least where you think the guy's going to be on a week-to-week basis. Mm-hmm. And I was listening to one of the fantasy shows. just, And I, I'm in a league where I'm the only one from here. Oh. Everybody's from Jersey and Philly. Yeah. And uh, – Jersey guy. <laughs> I am, uh, yes, I am, uh, I am definitely taking Isaiah late in my draft. And I heard one of the big, it wasn't Matthew Barry, but it was another big fantasy guy around the NFL. He's like, watch for Isaiah McKenzie when you're grabbing a guy late. And the yeah. only reason I say is that who would have thought that before? He never really put up stats. Yeah. That New England game 
not only opened eyes around it opened that eyes was in a the wild building, game right? yeah. i mean he was i mean josh was josh but he was the second best player on the field that day yeah right so i think that dan's point like when they're looking at everybody else isaiah is going to have to prove more on the field before he gets the extra attention yes yes yeah Agreed. but i gotta say this though we were there the last few days at camp jameson crowder is going to be on the field too yeah you know they're going to be and that's the thing for ken dorsey to be finding roles for these guys yeah. to mix things up a Only little bit. Only one ball. Yeah, because, but Isaiah can can do multiple things too. So yeah. he's still going to get the the reverses or the shovel passes or you know what they call it. Um, uh, why do we? Why am I drawing a blank? The 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 reverse jet sweeps. Jet sweeps. That was the yeah. one. Jet sweeps that he does. I think he's still going to get those, but I think he's going to be. And you said it, Jenna. Josh is going to be looking for him. Yeah. All right, most improved is the next category. I think this is – there's two guys that come to mind, one of which being Tommy Sweeney. Uh, Tommy. Because he was out for a season after developing myocarditis, a heart condition, and he's kind of been someone that the Bills have had on their roster for a couple years but, like, never really has had a chance to shine. Obviously, they drafted Dawson Knox. But he's made some really nice catches at camp that you're like, and even uh, earlier in the week, like he had the touchdown catch and all of the guys running up to him after how excited they were for him. He's someone that needs to show something, but I feel like we've seen something different from him in camp in terms of just some of those flashy catches where you're like, oh, wow, that was that was pretty nice. Yeah, Dan and I have talked about it. Like he can make the catches because you're not going to get many balls and you got to be able to block. Yeah. And Dan, compared to O.J. Howard's training camp, <laughs> Yeah, I think O.J. Howard, I mean, if we if we talk about stock up, stock down after, you know, two weeks of training camp, O.J. Howard's stock's pretty low. Um, yeah. Yeah. Will it climb? Maybe. Yeah. But for the mountain of a man that he is, the thought of, wow, look at what he can bring to these two tight end sets has not been there. So, and again, we've kind of talked about Tommy Sweeney, sorry, Tommy Sweeney <laughs> being kind of a an afterthought, a forgotten man. Yeah. Part of the reason because of myocarditis, part of the reason is that, but it's also just all of a sudden you kind of forgot about him and all of a sudden he makes a couple big plays. Yeah. You know, impressive catches and you go, oh yeah, remember him? Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, I forgot about him. They drafted him. They, they, yeah. you know, they, they sixth round pick out of Boston College. Um, so it's another guy that, you know, I think he's had moments. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. Who you got for most improved? I wanted to do got, more fringe guys. That's why. Yeah. Well, I've got a guy, and I'm going to say Saran Neal. Oh, that's a good and one. And I watch him again. Now, look, we're getting a little thrown off with the corners. You've got, you know, Dane Jackson mixing in, and uh, and certainly, obviously, with the number one pick, Kair Elam, Kair Elam too. <laughs> but I know names. <laughs> um, but I noticed them lining him up on the outside, and maybe I just didn't notice it as much before, mm-hmm. and. There's a lot of talk. I mean, his physical gifts are there. He's a great special teams player. He can play that big nickel position. But I've seen him a lot line up more on the outside, and I think they're looking to see if he can give them any of that. We don't know what they're going to do, Dan, at corner. Mm -hmm. Like, we keep talking about Trey coming back, and it all seems to be trending right, but, you know, the clock is ticking as to where he's going to be. Are they in the market for a veteran if they needed one? But I think they want to see – Guys do multiple things, and what I've seen out of him is a guy who's maybe not blessed with the greatest instincts on the field, 
but he's getting better and better at what he does, and the physical ability just comes through. Yeah, it, it's tough when I, I I think about some of these most improved. It's like, is it from last year or is yeah. it from the beginning, the starting yeah. of training camp? Yeah. Because I think there are some there yeah. are some rookies that I think uh, I think a guy like James Cook has 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 improved over the the days at, at training camp. But I, I don't know where. Have you seen him in a game? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like I said, and I, I've talked about him before. I, I like the way that Dane Jackson played. I think that he's a guy that a lot of focus was on Kyrie and what he was doing, obviously being a first the first round pick. But I really think Dane's had a quiet, good camp, and, yeah. and, and quiet in the sense of I think we talked about it after one one of the practices that if you're a corner and you're not being noticed, that's a that's a good thing, you know, because you're not getting beat. I know Stephon Diggs turned him inside out on a route and he made a one handed catch over him. That happens. Yeah. Stephon Diggs does that to the really best corners good. in the league. Yeah. So that doesn't work. And then I know there's another ball that, that people will say, like, well, this play, he got burned on this play. Another ball that went to Gabe Davis that I know the Bills tweeted out. It's great coverage. It's a better throw, and it's a better catch. Like, you can't always say, like, well, the guy caught the ball on him. That's bad play. I, I, I don't think that's the case with corners, especially at training camp. So I think Dane, again, has just stayed steady. Yeah, I'm with you on that. And they're going to need and they need him again because we don't know where we're going to be. We don't know where we're going to be corner wise. And, you know, Micah Hyde was talking today, just like he talks about Trey coming back, asked about Jordan Poyer. I'm not worried about him. I don't think anybody's worried about Poyer working to get back. Yeah. But you want to see him on the field. You got to get him out there because I think these corners we're talking about. Boy, need those. This is where these two safeties are huge, huge for them. And. Not to go off on a tangent, but I'm still really curious what happens with Poyer and the contract. At what point? Maybe it's after cuts. Maybe it's after the roster is set. You know, there's always those moves. I don't know. But at some point, I think they're giving him some more money. Yeah. I mean, at some point, yes. I I feel like that's got to be the case. Uh, Isaiah Hodgins, where do you guys fall on him? I've noticed him more the last few days. I think he's a forgotten guy. He's made a few catches, but I think the depth on this wide receiver room with some of the young guys, mm-hmm. especially a draft pick, you know, like Shakir, I don't think there's a place for him on the roster. So he flashed at times. And I remember talking after practice, like, wow, Isaiah Hodgins, and you guys all made fun of me. I, I gave him the... The backhanded compliment, or I made my comment that, about that Isaiah. it wasn't a surprise that he caught it. That oh, caught that you was, roasted him, th- and that he was stunned that he that he caught the ball. And then today they're doing second team drills um, where the defense doesn't can't do anything. They can't play defense. They're literally just there to walk down the field. And Isaiah Hodgins was wide open, and the ball bounces right off his hands. And like the it was so open that the crowd had the audible like oh <laughs> like, and I just went. That's Isaiah Hodgins. Like, the catch that he made was, wow, who was that guy? That was the real Isaiah Hodgins. His best camp he's had so far yeah. since, since being in Buffalo. He was injured, yeah. had the COVID, all of these things. He, he just hadn't sparked enough for me to be this, this me thinking he's going to be anything. Yeah, I think that's fair. And it's a tough room to break into. Well, that, yeah. That's, yeah. That's a very good point. Especially if they, you know. Well, let's Do talk about else. the offense because... Oh, good tease, Mike. Yeah, how about that? Wow. Checking Von Miller's Instagram, seeing what he's up to. <laughs> tweeting about her. <laughs> tweeting. Tweeting about yeah, somebody. Yeah, tweeting. Um, so, 
we didn't expect to see the offense kind of struggle like we have seen them in camp. Um, now, Josh Allen had a couple of really nice days and such. But, Mike, I mean, are you we, – we talked about before. Where is your concern level? I don't think it's at a concern level. I think I'm a little – I would say, you know, like a parent, uh, I'm a little disappointed. <laughs> oh I'm gosh. a little disappointed because, you know, I remember asking a friend of mine who's involved with the Patriots once, I go – I've seen so much bad quarterback play in my time in Buffalo. Like, what are your practices like? And he was like, the ball barely touches the ground. Wow. Because Tommy could, you know, and they just efficiently, and they move the ball. And that's Josh. I mean, Josh Allen is a superior passer, great player. I'm not pinning this on Josh. But, you know, it almost got to the point, Dan, for a while we would talk and say, well, there was a bad pass. We know it wasn't 17. Yeah. And he had some, and I'm not. I'm not saying Josh is the problem. The O line has been off. Now they're getting the guys back, so we're catching them as camp in Rochester ends is when they're probably they got their five, and they'll work them in there a little bit more. But they've been a little off, and you know he's dealing with the new coordinator and what he likes about it. I know Dan liked one of the things that he said today. Hmm. Go ahead. What did he say today about the coordinator? Well, this is, I mean, this is a new audio podcast, but it's continued that this is a Brian Dable stan account, per <laughs> usual, like my Twitter page. Um, and it's the fact that, you know, Josh was talked about where is, com- you know, where, where is the level of connection with Ken Dorsey? And he said, well, it comes with time. And he goes, I, Josh Allen said, I trusted Dable with my life. And then there was a slight pause. And then he went, and I feel the same way about Dorsey too. Like, but, <laughs> but we both said. He probably, while he had the relationship of three years with him in the room, it wasn't that level of where Dave's and and Josh were. It's different, Uh, yeah. It's different. So he trusted. That's not a knock at Dorsey. That's just the fact of how strong that relationship is. So he trusted Dable with his life. He trusts Dorsey with his car. And then eventually. His dog. And then eventually, maybe his life. And that is part of it, though. They're getting feeling out. So there's been look, Josh handles all this pretty well. We see moments of frustration. He handles it all pretty well. Um, But it has been with the O-line. It has been they are going against a really good defense on a daily basis that is highly motivated, as Micah High told us. I think they get way more out of these practices than they will a preseason game. Yep. The guys who've been around. They're so competitive. They love beating up the offense and then talking trash to them. So he's getting that every day. Um, So a little bit, I'm a little bit like, I want to see more. There's time for that. I don't know if we'll see it in the preseason, but there's time for, there's time for them to get going because it's still, you know, Josh Allen and and he's got a ton of talent around him, but a little disappointed. Yeah. I think it was funny trying to, trying to remember this is the preseason because the last time we were covering this team so intently, it was playoff runs. It was every single game matters. And like, like Devin Singletary had a nice run today. And I was like, I, it's, it's a rule. I will not talk about training camp runs. I won't tweet about <laughs> didn't it. Didn't you just do it? <laughs> well, I'm just saying like, I didn't do it. I, I didn't tweet about you, it. Like, Oh, so, so you while, can't tweet about so it. So like, okay. while I, while I'm sitting here being like, I really didn't like the offense that much at training camp. It's like, well, who cares? It's training camp. Like, 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 it's like, what, what we, we know what this is going to be. Uh, I don't need to see it in the preseason. We saw it in the preseason last year. They were incredible for a half of football and then stunk for the first eight quarters of the season. Yeah. So while every time you sit there and go like, well, preseason really matters and training. Uh, kind yeah. of. I think it's Im- 
it's as important as you make it. Does that make sense? Like for sure. some of the rookie would, guys, would, absolutely yeah, yeah, yeah. huge, would, necessary, yeah. needed. The older guys, yeah. I would rather have the offense be looking better than what it is. Correct. But, but, <laughs> but do I? But am I? Do I care? Eh, not really. No. When, when they you, st- when they kick it off in LA first game, none of that matters. And Jenna, you're right. For those guys who've never been, you know, we talked to some guys. It's funny. We talked to. Um, uh, Benford, the uh, Christian, Christian, Benford. Christian Benford, and he's like, you know, not focused on it, but you're going to be on an NFL field. And even in the preseason, it's going to feel more like regular football. And just to get your bearings on against another team and all this stuff, well, Micah Hyde doesn't need that. Josh Allen doesn't need that, it was, right? Yeah. So, so they're going to be, they're going to feel and have the need of this more than the guys who have been around. So to that point, as Hyde said, they, they replicate it in practice. They get that feel, but it's but it is also, and this works for the offense too, it is controlled to avoid injury, which is yeah. really a good thing. And then when they're going to let it rip, that's when the regular season starts. I love when Micah Hyde talked about when he was a rookie and his first preseason game and going up against Larry Fitzgerald. And he was like, oh, man, that's my welcome to the NFL moment. But now, I mean, he's been in the league. It's just, yeah, it's so different depending on your level of experience and how comfortable you feel. But Are you concerned about the offense? No, concern to me does seem too strong of a word. I would say I'm curious Oh, of good. how yeah. of how things this that's such a Jenna way to describe it. Also, yeah. Dan's laughing right now. I'm curious how the how the the kinks will be worked out because when you have so much talent out there, it, it, things will settle down. I think, but at the same point, it's something you you wanted to see more success. I felt like throughout the preseason or throughout this training camp. Josh Allen had a couple nice days, like we talked about. There were a couple of really nice plays and catches and those things, but. You wanted to see, I would say, a little bit more consistency out of that. Yeah. Um, but that's not something that I am concerned about. I'm just right. I'm and just, let's face it, Allen's his own worst critic. We know this. This is the yeah. way he's been. It's not just lip service. Everybody says it. Teammates, coaches, everybody. If it's not going and he's worried about it, he's gonna he's gonna keep working towards it. And I think getting out of camp, as much as we all love it, I think will be good for Allen a little bit. He's, he spends a lot of time being Josh Allen instead of being Josh Allen, the quarterback, yep. at least at camp. This way he can focus, focus a little settle bit more. in. I think it's yeah. good. It was fine, but I think it's time and for And you that. know how much players love routine. Yeah. You know, and the, the quietness of the facility and all those yeah. things. And then when they get him Odell Beckham Jr., they'll be fine. <laughs> love it. You're fully in? 1,000%. There, there is smoke. You know, there is a lot of smoke going on, obviously – um, the last few days, Von Miller on his Instagram has been tagging Odell Beckham Jr. saying, you know, this is football heaven was his one today as we're recording this on Thursday. And it's a picture of the two of them. Um, he had a, already had Odell in a Bills jersey, <laughs> already had him saying, you know, let's run it back. Um, to me, this is a this is a high reward, zero risk situation. Odell Beckham Jr. is not the guy that he was with the Giants. He is not the guy and the personality that he was with the Browns. You saw him fit in amongst other stars in with the Rams. Um, I, I don't think this would be a circus at all. I think he has shown that he still is not a top wide receiver, but you wouldn't be asking Odell to be, come in and be your top wide receiver. You're asking him to come in and be your 2B. 
Your two B wide receiver. I think in him coming back from injury is actually in terms of team chemistry and all those things would be better too. Cause he's not expected to be a guy. And like you said, to be to be, he's not going to be taking over digs or anything mm-hmm. like that. And so what he can add, but also having that time to kind of get acquainted with the guys and the other, Oh, and the other uh, camaraderie aspect. I think that would be huge. I look at this as a move as what every year, well-established locker rooms, teams that have veterans that, that have been a part of the team that are Super Bowl contenders make. Going all they, in. They, they, okay. they, they bring a player in that they think can get them over the edge. And if you get him, he can't go to Kansas City and play against you. Well, that is something. But I don't That's know. True. You know, I don't know if they make that for that reason, make that move. I don't think, but here's another. I'm gonna I'm gonna play a little bit of the devil's advocate here and say, you know, you also it is going to cost you some money. It's not real. We we know the salary cap is real. In the room is Jordan Poyer. Yeah, and he's been your guy for going on what is this? Uh, six years, seventeen, yep. eighteen, nineteen, yeah. twenty, yeah. twenty-one. Six year. Yep. He's been your guy. You haven't come up with it yet, and you're going to – again, whatever you spend, I look at it just perception. We talk about when guys get paid what it does in the room. That's just a little bit. Not as much about the wide receiver. First of all, I think Gabe Davis handles everything. I think he's handled every 100%. role. He's got patience. He knows he's good, and he knows I, – I, some people had mentioned to me, you're going to stunt his growth. I don't think that's the case. Oh. I really don't think so, and I think – Beckham can do a lot of things. They line him up in the slot. Like, he plays a lot of ways. He can be – he's great in the red zone. Like, he does those things. But I think – I don't think it would – maybe it takes some numbers away, but that's true of a lot of guys. But I also think, like, if you're Jordan Poyer and you're sitting there, yes, you want help. That's a good point. But are you going to spend money and not – that's why I keep thinking, you know? The messaging, yeah. If, if, again – I want to see it both happen. If it is really fake, pay him both. Because Jordan Poyer deserves to get more money. He does. Yeah. He does. And he'll be fine and he'll be playing. So that's my only thing sometimes I think. And I don't know when this would happen. Because we don't know where he is physically. Can he pass up? physical yet right we don't know if somebody else i think it's a plus if it's down the line that's what i I was was saying can you sign him and put him on the pup like immediately or does he? yeah no there's no rule and a team can fail a guy on a physical like he doesn't he he, i guess he would have to pass a physical but i think you can sign a guy because he's injured I, i would imagine yeah let me tell you something if if uh, the, if if Aaron Rodgers had hurt himself, Peyton yeah, Manning when his neck was right. Yeah. You know, no, so no, yeah. you can sign him. I don't think there's anything. He's a free agent. He can sign. But like, it'd be nice to stash him right in the pop, and be like, "Hey, we'll see you in." He in should week, be able to. I would think you'd be able to six or whatever because it was a coming in from the off season. So and also that's what LSU, I was saying. Trey White, not only like we, oh. we know Vaughn, like with their their connection too from LSU. I, I just think it makes a lot yeah. of sense and. It's funny, for as much as Vaughn's recruiting, Josh Allen, his presence of being on the offense is also recruiting oh, yeah. in yeah. Odell. Yeah, the Bills have that guy now. It is just so different. Yeah, the Bills have that guy that any wide receiver will want to play for. Mm-hmm. I mean, when, when Josh's name gets mentioned, it's funny. I was thinking of this the other day. People laugh. Five years ago, they laughed. 
for the wrong reason. Yeah. They'd be like, Josh Allen, and they'd show some pass that he airmailed at Wyoming. And they're like, yeah, this guy. Now they laugh like, oh, <laughs> they got Josh Allen. It's kind of funny how it's just gone from, He's- from the guy who a lot of people thought no chance overdrafted to comically good when he's at his best. The last time we saw him, he was that good. So to Dan's point, any wide receiver would say, I well, want to play with that guy. It just elevates everyone's game. Yeah. I mean, Josh Allen is the NFL's Twitter background. Yes. Like a Buffalo QB right. ascending to that in itself yeah. just says a lot. Yeah. I think I agree with you guys. I think it's almost – I don't want to say it's better that OBJ is injured. I don't, I don't mean that. I just mean like timeline-wise, I think he's someone that can grow with the team – and not, you know, because some people were saying like chemistry wise, would that throw things off? But I don't, I think it's different. I mean, I think obviously yeah. OBJ is at a different point in his career too. I'm with Dan. I, I think he's. The Bills have handled everything that we thought would be a distraction. To derail, yeah. They handled, how about, how about Quinn Spain just disappearing overnight? Okay. Like, like just vanishing. And nothing. Even, how about Cole Beasley in the way that they handled the vaccine, like like all the COVID stuff? Yeah, they handled it perfectly. How have they handled Jordan Boyer? Outside amongst the media, they've handled it phenomenally. That is one thing that Sean McDermott and Brandon Bean have. Do some things still get out? Yeah, but it is a very tight building that they run in there, and I don't think bringing in OBJ is any kind of circus. All right. I know we're going to wrap this up here in a second, but I want to add one name we didn't mention. when we I, I mentioned Poyer because of the money, and I mentioned, you know, Gabe Davis and what it does and all. Stefan Diggs. What about him? I think he has ultimate say. Bringing in OBJ. Yeah, I think he's the one. Like, they wouldn't have camp at Fisher if Allen didn't like it. They wouldn't bring in OBJ if Diggs didn't want it. And I know I'm not saying didn't want it, but like... But if you had reservations, I should say. I, I don't know if they would go that far. I think it would be like... I don't, I'm not saying they have any kind of problem. I don't even know how well they would know each other. I mean, these guys... I'm just saying that he is the number one guy, and OBJ's a big name. He's an unquestioned number one. Well, that's the thing, is I think Diggs is secure enough as the guy. Right. But I think he also knows, and from what everything we've heard with Diggs, is wanting to win. Yeah. Even OBJ, he still carries that clout and that aura that he's Odell Beckham Jr. Yeah. And I think that they know that, hey, I'll take 15 less catches if that if he's the guy that gets us over the hump. Yeah, because Diggs got paid. Diggs is It paid. always helps. Yeah. Yeah. i just curious because— The player thing is interesting. It's a good point. Yeah. It's big personality. But you can find a bunch of money everywhere because the salary cap's not real. Dan just just had to get that in there. <laughs> I I will say that is the one thing in terms of the Poyer contract and when that gets done and that I think could cuz if I were Poyer and I saw the Bills do the, make a move and act, if if they were to sign Beckham I'd be like, "Really?" It it would kind of be like a And Poyer is a team guy. He, I don't want to make him sound this way. No, he is a but team guy, but just but, like a personal standpoint, I would I personally would feel some type of way about it. Yeah, because they're probably talking about where they are, and and his value to the team is, I think, at the moment, it's massive. I mean, you talk about leverage in a contract, too. Should, right? Yeah. But I don't know. I see it. We've seen it every day. Again, I think it's coming. I hope it is for Poyer, but we'll see. Yeah, I agree. 
Okay, well, this was fun. Uh, for Dan and Mike, I am Jenna. Thank you for listening to the audio-only version of this Buffalo Plus podcast presented by Connors and Ferris. Please be sure to like, comment, and subscribe wherever you listen to your podcast, as well as if you could leave us a review. That also helps to let people know about our podcast and what you enjoy about the content we do. And as always, subscribe to the Buffalo Plus YouTube channel. We've had a lot of great feedback on that. We have a lot of fun with that as well. So we always have our recaps of what went on at practice for a little bit more immediate reaction of what's going on with the Bills. Um, But we always appreciate all the love and support. Thank you so much. We will catch you next time on Buffalo Plus. One, two, three, four. Those are numbers. But you already knew that. If you want to know what number you're going to pay each month for your car, use Kelly Blue Book My Wallet on AutoTrader. They're really good at numbers. AutoTrader.